Hi guys, Ronnie here, and welcome back to another episode of What's It Like? The podcast that asks the question, what's it like? Anything from what's it like being queer? What's it like being BIPOC? What's it like being part of a fraternity? <laughs> what is it like going down to Atlantic City to a straight bachelor party as a queer male? Oof, what is that like? In today's video, while well, it's kind of a duo, Today we are going to be doing a podcast, also doing a video, so wherever you're listening or watching, make sure you click like, subscribe down below, so you never miss one of my uploads. If you couldn't already tell by the title, in today's video, we are going to be doing a look back and reminisce throughout all the memories of 2022. Well, sorry, not all the memories here, but uh, at least a few of them. I'm going to be having my fiance, Scott, ask me 22 questions for the year of 2022. Anything from what are you proud of? Anything you're looking forward to? Biggest mistake or embarrassment? So sit back, grab a bevy, grab a snack, and let's reminisce about 2022. All right, babes, hit me with the first question. What are you most proud of? Ooh, well, most proud of, I think that little goes without saying, the fact that I finished the Harry Potter series in three months, all seven books, all I... What a way to start 2022. Like I said in last year's video, I really want to start off 2022 right. Um, I've been getting back into reading, and Harry Potter was a great way to start. I had the first book from A Secret Santa. I got the last book from my mom 10 years ago, and so between that time frame, I was able to finish it. I would definitely say that's what I'm most proud of, just finishing those books and really pushing myself in this new year to start off and just dive deep into reading. I've read now, couldn't even tell you how many books, but like, Harry Potter, what a good start. Also, too, started Harry Potter, ending Harry Potter. So I got my tattoo here. It is the start of my sleeve for my quote. So it's going to be, words are, in my not-so-humble opinion, our most inexhaustible source of magic, capable of both inflicting injury and remedying it, with a couple icons for the Deathly Hallows and all seven books. Like, absolutely proud of myself. Let's see. What are you looking forward to in 2023? Ooh, okay. Uh, what am I looking forward to in 2023? I would just have to say probably working on my mental, spiritual, and physical self and growth. Uh, mentally working with my therapist, making sure everything is good on the inside, matches my outside. Uh, physical, of course, want to be more healthy, more fit. I've been trying to do different workouts and different challenges to keep me up and going on top of already staying on my feet for eight hours a day at Fossil. Uh, spiritual. I would definitely say through the self-help books that I've read throughout this year, better understanding where I fit into this world, the universe, the energy that surrounds me and how I give it off. Um, what else? Taking a tea break, as I always do in the beginning of the year. So this time, instead of for a month, I'm going to go for as long as I can. Fingers crossed for a year. Uh, obviously reading more. Like, I love reading. And I really want to challenge myself this year, to, or next year, excuse me, to see how many books I can actually read. Um, I'm going to be starting a new job, so I'm going to be taking a little step back from Fossil and diving into something new, so be sure to click back for that. What else? Uh, diving into my drag career. Like, Veronica really got off the ground this year, and I can't wait to see what 2023 has. A few different surprises for you guys, some things in the making, so of course you'll be on the journey for that. Um, and I'd say, to top it off, is growing more with Scott. Like, we're going to be going to the year of 2023 as an engaged couple, celebrating my birthday different birthdays celebrations events and i can't wait just having that extra title of engaged couple and fiance is just what i'm so looking forward to in 2023 what's something that you wanted to do but didn't get to do Ooh, okay something that i wanted to do but didn't do this year um i'd say maybe becoming an asl interpreter um 
I know I had my expectations set high for that, and that's one something I really want to focus on this new year. Uh, I'll probably go into another video about it. Um, obviously, I haven't been keeping you guys up to date with my whole journey with that and what I've been doing with my testing and all that, so I would definitely say there's going to be another video in the new year. Um, it's nothing bad, nothing crazy. I'm not stopping. Still pursuing that. Still consigned. Still sign. Um, but, yeah, I would definitely just say, like, it just, something that's what I would have wanted to do. Um, am I sad about it? A little. Am I overworked about it? No. And I think in the new videos where I'll explain it to you guys, um, you know, so stay tuned for a new video or a new podcast. What's something that you did that surprised yourself? Uh, something I did that surprised myself? Actually, just give me hopefully a quick second here while we're live now. Um... The fact I read so much this year, um, right now I'm just on my phone for podcast people. I'm on my phone looking through. It's called Storygraph, and it keeps track of your books, your different moods, how fast you read them and whatnot. So for the year of 2022, wait, 25 books. Oh, my God. 25 books that I read this entire year. Holy <sighs> Yeah, Ronnie. Oh, my God. 25 books. Started off with Harry Potter. Um, yeah, that makes so much sense. I finished Harry Potter. I finished my queer uh, something like series. Um, just goes into different people's lives intertwining with the ultimate gay story of Benjamin and Tim. Um, gay lovers throughout time, losses, triumphs, all that. Great queer series. Um, I finished a memoir by Billy Porter. Great actor, producer, musician, uh, dancer, voguer from Pose. Um, I did a lot of self-help books, um, as I said before. So I did, let me see, The Language of Letting Go, The Art of Saying No, um, The Power of Positive Energy. What a book. Highly recommended. Um, the Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. Um, literally just giving little fucks and not none at all. Um, stop Overthinking. Uh Makes sense for those of us that are overthinkers like myself, just constantly thinking and wanting to slow down the brain a little bit. Um, Twilight. Read the Twilight series as well. Watched the movies. I'm not going to get a Twilight tattoo, but like that was a series I definitely want to read. Um, and just a few other queer books. Um, Simon vs. the Homeo Sapiens Agenda, where uh, Love, Simon is from. Um, Conventionally Yours. Really good. Um, what else? You're a mean one, Matthew Prince. So around the holidays, it was kind of like a Grinch spinoff. Uh, so that was a good book. Um, my annual Christmas Carol that I always read on Christmas Eve, between Christmas Eve Eve and Christmas Eve. So that's something. But yeah, I just I can't wait to start the new year. Um, I have already my six books lined up. Um, a majority of them are queer. So how I started this year with Harry Potter, I'm starting next year with a bunch of queer books. But wow, 25 books. That definitely would be something that surprised me this year. Is there anything you'd redo or change? Hmm. Something I'd redo or change. Um, kind of goes back to the whole ASL thing. Um, I would have to say not putting such high and unrealistic expectations on myself. Obviously, we would try to do everything we can. We want everything. We want to try to do everything at once. We can't have it all. And realistically, you can't. Um, I would definitely say, yeah, I tried... Getting Veronica's drag career off the ground. I tried becoming an ASL interpreter. I tried going closer with Scott. Um, I just had a multitude of things that I wanted to do. Uh, 
Was it realistic? In my brain, it was. Um, I felt like I'm a very good multitasker, and so why wouldn't I be able to get all these things done? Oh, no big deal. I have no time, energy. I have endless amounts. No, like, no, that is, no, just listen here. Just set realistic expectations for yourself because just wanting to do it all just is not going to be good. You're just ultimately going to set yourself up for failure. So um, that's something I would definitely want to either redo or change is set better expectations for myself. Not that I didn't set great ones. It was just I set, I think, too many. And that's what culminated in the whole unrealistic. Like, I tried doing so much at once. Um, I always tried putting time time dates to myself, like timelines and whatnot. Um, so I would definitely say I grew closer to Scott. I proposed. Um, Veronica's drag career, kind of off the ground. Did I become an ASL interpreter? No. But again, it's one of those expectations that I put on myself that I probably shouldn't have. Um, I should go, not slow, but like at my own pace. Um, trying to finish it now for the last couple of years. And I think just the mix of the pandemic and trying to put these expectations on myself and ultimately just trying to work myself. I think that working myself was ultimately what I needed to do this year, which is what I did. Like I did so much work on myself this year and I'm so proud. Um, it's really hard to put into words, but just this kind of enlightenment that I feel about myself. Um, again, giving zero fucks growing closer with Scott, being able to communicate, um, taking a real deep look at myself on the inside and just doing that more introspective work. Um, again, therapy for anybody and everybody go to it, but, um, yeah, sorry, long answer, but uh, I definitely think that'd be something I'd want to redo or change is just not set such high expectations on myself. What's something that you did this year that you think you'll remember for the rest of your life? Okay. Um, something I did this year that I'll remember, um, apart from proposing, uh, remember for the rest of, I think, honestly, yeah, um, very much a music guy, very, uh, into Dua Lipa, Elton John, um, they did a collaboration on Cold Heart, uh, I definitely think I remember this for the rest of my life, is I gone with one of my buddies down to Boston to see Dua Lipa, um, in concert, amazing show, Ah, oh, top 10, like, definitely top 10 concerts I've been to, uh, but then they did their rendition of Cold Heart, and everybody kept thinking, it's like, oh, is Elton John gonna sneak out and come sing with her, it's like, no, so she was singing, but then behind her, she had the, uh, screen of Elton John pre-recorded to sing with her so that was amazing and then when me scott my and our moms decided to go to elton john this year uh that was also a question like is he gonna sing the song oh he is oh is he gonna bring her out no but he had the pre-recording too so i look back at my phone i'm just looking at both of these and i'm just like wow i got to see dua lipa and then sing with elton john and then elton john sing with dua lipa and it's like i think just hearing that song from both perspectives in one year that's something i'm gonna remember for the rest of my life um definitely want to go to more concerts in the new year so that's something but i definitely say between those two concerts that's something i'm definitely gonna remember for the rest of my life what's one word to describe the year one word to describe this year growth yeah growth um growth in each other growth in ourselves um yeah i guess just we've grown as we go scott and i that's our song that's what i proposed to him and it's so true just grow like i would definitely say that's the word of the year um i grew in my love and my commitment to scott i grew in my mental physical and spiritual health 
I grew my friend, inner friend circle, not inner friend circle, just friends in general. I met so many people and growth, um, socializing, meeting new people, growth in my family. Um, gonna, uh, well, am a gunkle with Scott and I, um, and having the birth of our nephew Jackson with an X this year. Um, yeah, just growth. And I think that's what's going to continue to 2023, like just growth. So yeah, that that's the word to describe 2022 growth. Best thing that you did for somebody else this year. Okay. Um, something I did this year for someone else. Um, my first go-to is like, Oh, I proposed to Scott. That's my, that's my thing for the year, but no, um, something I did this year for someone else. Um, along with Veronica's drag career getting off the ground, my drag daughter, Cabana Love. Um, yeah, I would definitely have to say getting her drag career off the ground as well and getting her to perform uh, with me uh, in the true uh, Queen CD's a drag. Um, yeah, I think just the connection that we have um, is really nice. And for me, having a drag daughter, it's hard to explain because coming from a fraternity... But then also being an older brother. So, like, I'm an older brother to Marcus. I'm a fraternity brother to so many guys across the country and also in uh, Plymouth. And then I'm sort of a big brother or a big sister to Cabana. Um, and I think just being in that role, I really love being a mentor, just showing people the ropes, getting them out of their shell, and getting them more comfortable with who they are. And so this was a conversation we had a while back with Cabana. Um, and just if she would be ready, if she'd really want to. She is. She used to know where, what to do, and yada yada. So being a... Miss Queen City Pride, I had my connections and whatnot, and so when I was reached out about doing this opportunity, she was definitely one that I thought of. I'm like, all right, we need two drag kings, excuse me, two drag queens, so like, me and my daughter, um, and yeah, I would definitely say since that, both shows now, doing the Hot Haunt in October, and then doing a Queer Holiday just a few weeks ago, um, she's really come out of her shell, like her first performance... Her first performance made me cry because you could just see the genuine happiness in her eyes and she killed it. She slayed that stage, made that coin, and came back for another show and now we're a regular thing. So like, we're the two drag queens, there's two other drag kings and multiple special guests that'll be coming in. But like, I am so proud of her for her growth and everything she's been through. Um, and then just having her by my side, also trying myself to figure out this world and try the whole drag thing. Like, it's really nice to have that camaraderie and that companionship in a way. Like, my drag daughter, she's going to grow with me as I grow. And of course, I'm going to bring her to every event I can, bring her out and do everything we can. But like, yeah, I would definitely say that is probably the best thing I did for someone other than myself or for Scott um, in this year. So let's see what 2023 has. House of Force. No question about it. Favorite movie of the year? Avatar 2, The Way of Water. Like, we've waited now, what, 13 years for this movie to come out? And it did not disappoint. Um, I had gone to see it with me, Scott, my younger brother Marcus, and our dad. Um, actually, like, that Sunday when it came out. And it was great. We saw it in, yeah, 2D, I guess, so not 3D. Um, but I can only imagine what it would look like in 3D. My mom really wants to see it, so that'll probably be another movie night to go out and see it, but we're going to see it in 3D because those underwater scenes, the behind-the-scenes of how it's made, like, oh my goodness, what a production team and what imagination to think about that. Hands down, my favorite part is where they did Navi Sign Language, so just to learn a little bit how this means thank you in ASL, 
like this, your hands flickering out from your chest means thank you and Navi. So definitely top movie of 2022 for me. How about your favorite show of the year? Ooh, okay. So favorite TV show. Um, geez, not as quick as movie. Um, so many shows. Uh, I'd have to say a top, if not my favorite, is probably um, the revamp of Queer as Folk. Uh, for those of you who don't know, it was an old show uh, on Stars, I believe. Queer as Folk just settling on this group of gays in Pittsburgh, uh, Pennsylvania, uh, going through the ins and outs, um, some lesbians friends, some gay friends, youngins, getting together, breaking up, and just all the turmoils and successes that uh, Queer Life has. Um, so they had revamped it, and I believe they did it on HBO or Paramount this year. Um, but yeah, it was really nice seeing that back again. Um, they started off with the very first episode of the Pulse nightclub shooting. Very emotional for all of us queers. If you're not crying, you're lying to yourself. Um, but yeah, I would definitely say that's my favorite series of the year. Um, definitely since coming out and just stepping more into my queerness and recognizing more queer media. Um, Queerest Folk was one of those for me that initially had started, like, not the questioning, but just making myself more comfortable in scenes like, okay, so people can be happy. I mean, this is very vamped up for uh, TV and whatnot, like the older show, but, like, it kind of gave me a nice insight to, like, what queer life is like down in Pittsburgh. Um, kind of reminds me a little bit of P-Town. Queer people left and right, rainbow crossroads. You can go to a leather bar here, you can go to a twink bar over there, and then there's a uh, lesbian bar all the way down the street. Um, but yeah, this is definitely one of those series that I really liked. Um, hopefully they come back with season two, if not more. Uh, yeah, so favorite show of 2022. What's the most embarrassing moment of the year? Most embarrassing moment of the year. Um, God, did I embarrass myself? And not to be like that, but like, I feel... I would have remembered. Uh, nah, yeah, no, actually, yeah. Um, I would say not overly embarrassing. It was nothing crazy. Nobody got hurt or anything. But um, it was during the Haunt Haunt uh, drag show at Start Brewery. Um, I was just in my routine, in my feelings, doing all my thing. And I ended up twirling a little too hard. Um, and then one of my toes, so on my left foot, my little pinky toe had popped out of a heel. And so I was kind of like staggering a little bit. By the time I twisted, I kind of like lost my balance and landed on a table. Just with my hands, like I had slapped it. Um, nobody got hurt, no drinks spilt or anything like that, but, um, yeah, that, that was definitely a little bit of an embarrassing moment, um, Scott had pointed it out later on, but whatever, um, yeah, that, that's probably the most embarrassing, uh, beyond that, I would have said last year, last year the most embarrassing thing was during the middle of Pride, my boobs falling off from my drag outfit, um, I had this very, very sexy looking Versace bodysuit, but yeah, you see these things just go, going south, um, that would have been, if you had asked me that last year, that would have been my most embarrassing. But this year, I've stepped it up a little bit. Uh, but yeah, I would definitely say twirling and kind of like landing on patrons' table was probably the most embarrassing for me. Luckily, nobody got on camera. How about a time that you laughed the hardest this year? Time I laughed the hardest this year. Um, I laughed a lot this year. I truly laughed a lot this year. Um, the hardest? Uh, I'd have to see what's with Scott or work no yep i should mix it both funny enough um so at work we have our playlist that just plays a little background music and whatnot um <laughs> oh i'm cracking up just thinking about it so last year for scott's birthday we had gone down to boston to a drag show cute fun loved it he got a lap dance to a certain song um and i think actually no i know it was that song that had played in the outlets at my store and 
I just listened to it for a quick second. I'm like, wait. Yup, I can picture the song. I can picture the moment. Oh my God, it's got getting a lap dance. And I just could not stop laughing. It was to the song, um, like, love me, love me, say that you love me. And I can picture is me filming with my phone and him having these badonkadonks in his face and just going bump, 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 and just getting a lap dance. And oh my goodness, what fun. Um, oh, what, yeah, that, that makes me laugh every time. And I think it was the fact that I just blurted out laughing in the middle of work and people are like, what the hell is wrong with this kid? And I had to show him the video. It's like, oh no, Scott got a lap dance last year from this song. So yeah, definitely one of the times I laughed hardest this year. So thanks, babe. What's something that you learned to do or had never done before? Okay. Um, I mean, every day is a learning curve. Uh, something I'd never done before. Honestly, I'd probably have to say just with a whole year of growth, working on myself spiritually, mentally, physically, I would have to say I learned how to look inside myself and see the bigger picture. I know. Deep. Always being deep, Ronnie. Um, not everything is going to happen as you want it. Not everything is going to be as you expected. Um, but if one thing that this year has taught me is as long as I keep an open mind and an open heart, um, without judgment, criticism, or one to look for it, you'll find me, you'll seriously find yourself having these experiences and things happening to you that you would have never expected, but they're perfect for you. Um, since reading, definitely, I think the power of positive energy, just realizing how my energy influences the energy of the universe and how what I put out is what I get back. And so I think I've really done a lot of that just looking at myself but then also putting out what I want to get back and so it may not always happen the way I want to but I would definitely say on a few occasions things happened for me that I never expected to or wasn't looking for it just kind of happened um my dad's always said that uh lucky is just a combination of being prepared and opportunity so on more than one occasion I was very much ready and I had the opportunity and so it just kind of landed in my lap so yeah, that's something I definitely learned to do this year. Um, just take a look at my insides and be more open, I guess, and kind of be more welcoming to anything the universe has to send me. So, 2023, what you got? How about your most newsworthy event? Really? What? No, most newsworthy event. Um, proposing to my boyfriend, now my fiancé. That most newsworthy, like... The fact that it was supposed to happen back in March, and now... In September happened it's happened I'm engaged I I knew it was gonna happen this year and I'll go into detail more about that in a new video next year so I don't ruin the surprise for other people but like I knew I was gonna propose I knew it was kind of gonna happen I just know when um, but I would definitely say that's something the most newsworthy um just over a year of couples therapy nothing for anything bad I'm just wanted to work on communication ourselves and be better partners to each other um, nothing like I ever imagined and I think it's because this is such a right relationship for me a very much correct one like the relationship for me um we've grown so much in the last four years through the pandemic through ups and downs ebbs and flows grow as we go I can be my most authentic self around him and I think that ultimately is what sealed the deal for me is of course we have quirks about each other we comment we try to help each other we don't always judge or criticize you should never judge or criticize your partner or fiance or whatever but let no but i just think it's like he challenges me in ways i never expected and by doing so he makes me a better person um and at that concert that was just it like i knew obviously it was going to happen because i had written a note 
told the person, so as soon as the light came on in the background, they're recording, I'm like, okay, I know what's going to happen, time to do the deed, um, and I just think that was definitely the most newsworthy event, at least of my life and of 2023, or 2022, um, and now we get to plan the queerest wedding of 2025 gonna give it a few years planning traveling other adventures but like that's definitely something i'm looking forward to is planning a queer wedding with this man and we have so many ideas can't wait to get him on here on the podcast and just spill it out to you guys but just you wait but yeah 2022 most newsworthy event proposing to scott what was your biggest lesson learned this year this kind of goes back to the whole like something you learned and never done well i guess lesson yeah lesson learned um don't hold anything in um and this is specifically for those that are in a relationship or with a significant other is try not to hold things in and communicate your feelings um me being a big perpetrator of that um it'd be stupid things stupid things i would hang on to let it boil and fester inside and finally come out and it's either yelling not screaming, but just like it didn't come out in the way I would have wanted to. Um, I better, ha- I need to be better at speaking up, conveying my feelings and emotions, and definitely saying it in a way where it's not as confrontational, just more like, hey, this is what I'm saying, this is what I'm feeling. I would definitely say the biggest part in my relationship was that, or is that, and communication, that's a key to any relationship, and that's something I've definitely struggled with. So, yeah, I would definitely say the biggest lesson learned in 2022 was just. Don't hold things in. Communicate as soon as you can. I get it. I, You don't want to do it in the moment. You don't want to ruin whatever, especially if you're on family, public, whatever. But definitely don't let it fester. Um, I've been doing a good job of trying to not let things stay in. If it really does bother me past 24 hours, give it 24 hours. See how you feel. If it really does still bother you, then confront it. Your emotions are in check. You're not over-heightened and whatnot. Um, yeah, so I definitely say just don't hold anything and just convey what you need to and just express your truth do you have a favorite place that you visited this year Ooh, okay uh favorite place i visited did a lot of stuff this year actually went to the bahamas went to austin went to uh, down to florida uh, multiple weddings so multiple different adventures there actually yeah, i'd have to say it was number two uh austin i'd never been to the bahamas but i'd been somewhere tropical like that before i've been to florida before but I definitely say Austin was my first this year. But I think what really put it was the fact I got to sign every day. I'd gone down there to stay with a family um, that's really close with me. Um, my mentor's family, actually. So when I was taking my test, I stayed with them. It was a couple, uh, man and woman. Um, she's an interpreter. He's deaf. Runs uh, a deaf company. And then has two adorable deaf kids. A few years apart, but one of them is old enough where he really yanks your heartstrings with how well he can sign and how much he can really communicate with you. Apart from the beautiful scenery of Austin that it is, yeah, it would definitely be the fact that I signed every day and it was really nice because some days I would go without speaking or there would be moments where I wouldn't speak at all and I'm like, wow, this is really nice. Yeah, so my favorite place this year would definitely be Austin, Texas. What's the most memorable moment or day of the year? Huh, okay, you're going to cry from this. Sorry, and I'm going to cry too. The most memorable moment or day of the year, I would have to say it's when I got the ring back. I had these rings, so like what I'm wearing, um, I was wearing one the day I met Scott. That ring, long four years, but when I got that ring back and it was finally engraved, it, on the inside it just said, and so our journey began. That's going to sit with me because I only remember 
for this reason. Um, it was a Monday. And it was down to the wire right before the concert. Um, and there were still people I needed to tell. And so I really wanted to tell it with the ring and everything. And so I just remember that day. It's like, wow, this is, gonna, this, this is happening. I am going to propose to my best friend. The people there were amazing at Days Jewelers in Manchester. Hats off to you. You guys did such a great job with the engraving. You were very cordial, friendly, very communicative about what's going on. But yeah, I, I remember it just like it was yesterday. Um, I got in the contact to come in, pick up the ring, packed it up, gave me a couple bottles of bubbly, and had me on my way and wished me well. Yeah, that that's definitely a moment that I'm going to remember. More than the proposal, I don't think so, but I just think everything leading up to it, I didn't ha really have any bad moments or anything that didn't happen my way. It all happened my way, and so I think that's what sealed it is getting the ring back, writing the notes, telling the people I needed to. It just all happened together the way I wanted to, and that's what's going to be most memorable for me. Uh, how about some of the best advice that you received in 2022? Ooh, okay. The best advice? Um, the best advice? Jeez, I received so much advice, not just from people but like books or like just quotes that really help me best advice all right let's go people um mom she's always having my back marcus god dad yeah dad as wise my dad is youngest for the longest time he lectured us i'm um, just giving us different lessons making sure we're really aware of ourselves making sure we're understanding the world we live in so the advice from him was constant. It was great. Um, but the best advice this year definitely came from my dad. It was right before I was getting ready to propose to Scott. It was the family camping trip. So we were up at Gunstock. And it was me and my brother, my dad, and my uncle. And I wanted to tell both of them at once. But I also wanted Marcus there just for support. But when I told him that, first off, it was fluctuated. Like, wait, are you having kids? Like, no, I'm proposing. We're going to be having a white boy join this family. Not a baby, a man. And so... My dad just looked at me and just simply said three words, follow your heart. And plain and simple, raw English, like, that, what else is he going to say? Like, just follow your heart. And I did. I proposed. I followed my heart. No regrets. And yeah, that that's definitely the best advice I ever got this year. Follow your heart. How about uh, an achievement that you're proud of this year? An achievement I am most proud of this year. I achieved reading 25 freaking books. I achieved finishing the Harry Potter series. I, an achievement, getting my drag career really off the ground. Yeah, I would definitely say getting Veronica LaForce off the ground. Um, that was definitely a focus of mine for this year, and I think it holds true. I did my birthday in drag. I did Pride in drag. I had uh, multiple opportunities for Pride parties uh, in drag, and now Queen City's a drag in drag what a year both learning new techniques different makeup different events and yeah i would definitely say that is such an achievement only because of what's going to happen for 2023 little spoiler queen cities of drag is going to be going full force in 2023 the third monday of every month so now that she has a regular thing veronica is just going to grow and wait till you guys see like that's all i'm going to leave it with just wait till you guys see because I don't even think I'm ready for what's happening, let alone you guys. So definitely click back soon because you're going to be seeing a lot more Veronica this year. Definitely a lot more in 2023. Reminisce on one great compliment that you got. Okay. Reminisce on a compliment I got this year. Oh, don't have to think twice about that. From my 10-year reunion, 
Yeah, it definitely, that's definitely the compliment that's going to stick with me. If it wasn't for the fact, like, a day or a moment that I would remember for the rest of my life, it's definitely, this is the greatest compliment I think I received this entire year. It's no shade to anybody else that complimented me or whatever. Scott, parents, whatever. But, like, I think because this came from an outside, real outside perspective, somebody I hadn't seen in 10 years... As I said in my uh, video before uh, with the candy canes, I talked about how at my 10 year reunion, someone had come up to me and just said this, that you just seem to be so happy in that you're living your most authentic life. And I still think about that. It gives me goosebumps. It makes me tear up. And I'm just like, for somebody else to see that and recognize it, but then have the courage to tell me that, thank you. Yeah, I would definitely say that's the greatest compliment I ever got this year. And because... I wasn't expecting it. I wasn't looking for it. Do I think I had maybe the biggest glow up of my class for the tenure? Yeah. But I had no idea where that comment was coming from. Like, I, thank you. Um, I still got to figure out who said that. But like, oh, what a comment. Yeah. The best compliment I got is just being told over the last 10 years, I look like I've been living my most authentic life and being happy. And you're so right. I have. What or whom are you most thankful for? What or whom am I most thankful for this year? Can I just say everybody? Like, anybody that's touched my life in one way or another. My parents for their unconditional love and continued support. My brother for being Marcus, for being my brother. My friends, my co-worker, my boss, my mentor. I, I'm at a loss. Uh, most thankful for? Would it be so bad to say my fiancé? Like, not that it's been the toughest year, but just... I feel we've done so much growth in this last year and I am beyond thankful for him. Thankful for putting up with me. First off, I'm not an easy person to put up with, but also to just always trying. Oh God, I don't want to cry. Um, <laughs> no matter what, whether it's an argument, a disagreement, a rude comment, we're always growing, and I truly think that I am thankful that he does keep trying. He's one of those that he recognizes when he's done something wrong, and if to do better, he works on it. Yeah, just your continuing support, love, and motivation to make me a better person. Um, we do that for each other already, but like, oh, just all the adventures we've gone on, and I can't wait to go on. I truly am just thankful for this man. Like, I have a partner in life now that gets me is there for me would do anything for me and having that feeling and that sense of security really is nice so who am i most thankful for scott thankful for you scott love you babe okay final question hit me how do you feel about where you started this year compared to now wow how did where i start this year compare to now Obviously better. Not that this year started off crap and everything. Like, I started off with 28 in drag. Uh, what else? Going down drag shows, seeing people. And then now, holidays, drag shows. How did where I start? I feel, I guess, more enlightened, more educated. Uh, and that's just in a variety of things. Um, I read a lot. I got different insights on things. I learned a lot from my relationship, through work, through life. Yeah, I'd definitely say... This whole year has been pretty good on a consistent basis. Um, obviously, I had its up and downs, but like we didn't have a pandemic to throw a rent into things. Scott and I didn't have a lot of weddings this year, which is kind of nice. We'd had other adventures. I'd say it just ended well, or like where it is now comparatively. Like it's really good. Uh, next year, um, we'll see. Uh, I definitely have a 
bigger picture and a better understanding of where I want next year to go. But yeah, I would definitely say it, it compared compared to earlier this year, like where I'm at now, it, it's pretty nice. Started this year as a boyfriend, uh, with not an idea of if I'm going to become an interpreter, if Veronica's going to get off the ground. I'm ending the year engaged, planning a wedding. Veronica to stomp all over New England and make this place her kingdom. Uh, interpreter, no, but again, I'm not sad about it. So I would definitely say where I started to where I am now, pretty good. Well, guys, it looks like that is a wrap on this podcast for 2022 of What's It Like? What's it like reminiscing about 2022? And man, did I reminisce. If you guys are still here, thank you so much. I know it's a bit of a long episode, but if you guys are here, you're the real MVPs. So much to look forward to in 2023, so many adventures, and I can't wait to bring you guys along with me. As always, make sure you like the podcast, subscribe to the podcast, recommend the podcast, and I'll see you guys in the new year. What's It Like podcast was created by Ronnie Content, it was produced by Ronnie Content, was hosted by Ronnie Content, and was edited by Ronnie Content.